Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with another episode of The Link Up. My guys are with me again. Agent Smith, 78. 606. What up, what up, what up? And my honey for a very long time. C-Class, what's going on, my guy? What up, man? How you doing? Good, bro. How that Cali weather treating you? Oh, it's decent. You know, it's... uh. It's it's our not great season, but Chicago was out there in the tundra, super frozen in the ice cubes. So I can't man. really complain. Yeah, you, yeah, you can't, man. Yeah, I was really out there. It wouldn't even be allowed. <laughs> right, you know what I'm no, saying? I would just I would just kick him out. He wouldn't even notice until the screen went black on him. Oh, yeah. he complained about nothing. Right. Right. Yeah, I ain't even saying nothing about it. I wore uh like a camel coat with a t-shirt and some sweatpants <laughs> with no hat in in January. I I know I'm blessed. I know, yeah, man. <laughs> I know, I know. And I was with a cap right. from Chicago, so he we both was just like, "Wow, we're looking at the beach right now." <laughs> yeah, to so, any to anybody that's listening in Chicago, it's colder than penguin pussy out here. So, <laughs> man, <laughs> hey. And it was a damn hey. ice storm. Woo. Woke up everything in the skate rink. That's a different oh. euphemism. Yeah, you got, you got to, well, I could have said that. Oh, I could have said it's colder than polar bear pussy. You know, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, same, same different. Colder than a pimp's heart. Yeah. It's colder than a pimp's heart. That yeah, too. Yeah. But you know, I got to, I got to be different as always. You know, take it to the next level. Always. Always. <laughs> Come on, yeah, I know me by now. I have a question. I'm gonna kick it off like this. I'm gonna kick it off like this. Is Eminem and you guys top twenty rappers? Top twenty, yeah. Twenty, yeah, yeah. I would top twenty, 20. possibly, yeah. I, I could see that. Possibly twenty. Yeah, I mean, I'd have to go through. We're talking really filter through. Yeah, filter. Yeah. I, I think I will have to do the same. But like at first thought, I would say, yeah, he probably will make it nineteen twenty in there. Yeah, he make it. Would he make top 15? No. Yeah, probably not. Probably not, but yeah, it's, it's huh. I mean, it depends on the criteria, though. What we that too. About? Yeah, if it's just pure favorite, then no. But if it's based on, like, lyricism or some actual, you know, gauge thing, he would probably rank higher. For lyricism, he would definitely rank high. I feel like if you're a hip hop head and you're not giving him respect as a lyricist <clears throat> and, and his flow, man, you kind of like got your ears cut off a little bit. So right. Somebody blew up your eardrums. Yeah, yeah I mean. You talking songs though and like favorite yeah, rotations? I am saying <laughs> overall, I am saying overall, would he make your top 15 or 20? Twenty, yes. Fifteen, uh, questionable. Definitely yeah. not my top ten. Definitely not my top five. No, 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 yeah. not at all. I, I agree. Six keeps being quiet. Come on, man. Come on with the shit. I just want to hear what people think. Man. That's all. <laughs> all right. I have another question regarding Eminem. Do you ride around listening to his albums in your in your car? Uh, when no. they're new. When they're new. <laughs> Yeah, either yeah. if they just drop or if I just like I the only album I, I ever listened to 
uh just out out of random boredom would probably be uh Marshall Mathers LP. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the only yeah, one. That was a good one. Slim Shady, I only listened to Slim Shady is songs off of that one. Yeah, it's decent. It's like four songs off that album. And other than that, it's okay. mostly Marshall Mathers LP. I don't listen to the Eminem show. I don't listen to Encore, you know what I'm saying? Shit like mm-hmm. that. Like I listen to Till I Collapse just because I just I, that's like one of my favorite songs that he wrote. It's but, a good song. I like that song. But like overall, I'm not like, damn man, I need to add this Eminem song to this playlist. I don't have a existing playlist right now with an Eminem song on it. No, never will, probably. Playlists are key. I never thought about that. And I'm, you know, like, I literally make playlists for fun. I probably have a hundred playlists on my Apple Music, and I don't think I have one Eminem song. He might be on a song with somebody featured at best, but I don't think I have. And it's sad because I'm the only song I can think of that I will put on a playlist of him is probably from the sound bombing joint. Cause right. that was like a super sick song. But yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. do that. I could probably like Bad Meets Evil from the first album, mm-hmm. him and Roy, something like that. But yeah, it, it, I could put drips, I could put drips on something. Yeah, so I'm like I'll I'll go as far as saying this. Like I can I'll listen to D12 two albums more often than I listen to Eminem and I don't listen to D12's albums like that, but I can, I got songs on those albums that I, I fuck with. It's, it's, mm. it's a relatability thing, that's all. It's like, yeah. I'm, I'm at this age where mm. I'm like, everything now, I'm not as plugged in as a young person would be. So now the, the music just has to mean something to me. He hasn't made anything that meant anything to me over the years, so. At the height of his career, were you riding around listening to Eminem? Eminem real heavy. Um, the only thing I listened to heavy was the stuff before his first album. Yeah. I had like, I had tapes or CDs with like a lot of old songs. It was probably about 12, 13, not the infinite album, but other stuff like murder, 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 kill, mm-hmm. kill, kill. And so those things I listened to a lot after that. As yeah. underground artists, they pushed him as underground artists as we are. We knew about Eminem, but we also right. knew Eminem wasn't the only one, correct? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But for what he represented in that time for uh, Aftermath music and all of that, he was an anomaly. Like, that's why nobody else was able to sign him. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't even a matter of ma- making sh- it, w- it had to be a, a meshing of what the values were between the two. So like he was just an up and coming artist. He was, you know what I'm saying? Linking up and networking and blah, blah, blah. But to sign with Dre was a no brainer for him because that would take him to the top immediately. And then Dre saw him as an opportunity that nobody else was able to actually capitalize on. So that was like the perfect marriage. But like, imagine if Fat Joe would have signed him or, or <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It yeah. would have looked look weird. It would have fumbled the ball. Yeah, yeah I think uh, yeah. it would have looked weird. Like, cash money wanted him. I mean, oh, you know what I'm yeah, saying? hell no. Yeah, that would have been. So it's like, and Eminem, the type of writer he is, I'm pretty sure he would have found some way to kind of make his sound fit whatever label he was signed to. That's why it worked so well with Aftermath because the Bass Brothers was able to do their thing. But then Dre's sound was so sparse that it just made it put all the focal light on on his bars, on the lyrics. The songs were about absolutely nothing, but it was entertaining. And then you had you had the other guys who were playing the guitars and the drums and everything that were able to make that that thump, that give him that funk, that mood. Because all his all his music is like moody. Yeah, right. Music, moody, is moody, 
uh, dark rap. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like it's ASAP rock, ASAP rock. You know what I'm saying? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, LP. It's uh, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's like it's just they all fall in those little bubbles of white boy rap, hard R's and shit. <laughs> but he wasn't the only one. And but as underground artists, we knew that, and the, but the world didn't know that. So when he when they grabbed him and they pushed him out there in front, it was just like, all right, cool, like. We he heard that market. he was easy to market though. Absolutely, because he was the only one. It was just like doing a vanilla ice thing all over again. At least vanilla ice for dance, though. Well, but Eminem actually had skills that the right. underground and people would co-sign, whereas vanilla ice was super commercial. One thing that uh you just pointed out, Six, that I didn't even think about was the fact that at the time there were a lot of um, white MCs who were kind of in the same vein as him to a degree. And yeah, he didn't try. And it's weird. Like, it's maybe a survival of the fist, a competition or whatever, but he didn't work with none of them. He, he didn't try to really? like be like, oh man, I always uh, like company flow. Let me do something else. Uh, like he never did nothing with the old yeah, cast. I think it's that was current. I honestly not to even cut you off, bro, because I gave that a lot of thought. And I realized that especially like at certain levels in the game, because even earlier in his career, if the focus was going to be on him, the focus was going to be on him. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? The same thing like the conversation we had about uh artists who try to get on uh Ultima, when we were talking about uh we were talking about Fetty Wap. Mm-hmm. And Drake, we did have this whole conversation with Drake uh hopping on that song, and that wasn't even Fetty's song. It was Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. So you take into account if if, if no, it was Fetty's song, it wasn't Drake's song, I thought. Nah, it was no, nah, it wasn't Fetty's song. Right, right. Fetty was Fetty's homie's song. And and Fetty was trying to do his homie a solid by getting Drake to do that song. Mm-hmm. But Drake didn't want to do the song with homie, he wanted to do the song with Fetty because he felt like, you know what I'm saying? If you're gonna if we're gonna run this top number, tier artists, yeah, we're gonna do top tier artists. Yeah. So it's the same thing with like uh with Interscope. Focusing all their, I mean, Interscope gambled big on on aftermath in the first place because you think about all the shit that that went down prior to Eminem signing. You had uh, mm-hmm. Eve, you had uh, Hitman, you had, you know, what I'm saying it was a bunch of d- different motherfuckers that came and went, and yeah. Eve lucked up and got, you know, what I'm saying pivoted. She was still on Interscope, but she pivoted over to Rough Riders. Right. Saying this is one of those things like so when you have somebody like Eminem who already had like a underground buzz and he already had did a lot of the groundwork. He was like an early example of what this industry is trying to capture now. So it's like, of course it wouldn't make any sense for him to kind of, it was hard for him to plug in D12. It was hard, hard for him to plug in uh, uh, OB Trice. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. just think if he was to like try to collaborate with another white artist, that would have been overflow for what the industry was at that time. He was getting a lot of pushback in the first place. Yeah, they was already beefing though. Like him and Cage had beef. Yes. Um, it was almost like some Highlander stuff. You know, only be, you know, so it was <laughs> like <laughs> right, you know, so it was like, bro, somebody gotta be at the top. I ain't and, sharing and, none and of that's this. Real shit. That's real shit, bro. That's no, that, that's absolutely yeah, that's how it was going. Cause it's like, yo, what y'all beefing for when y'all can actually make money together at the time? But you know how crazy that that whole situation is. It's because it's the same way they do comedians, black comedians, right? It can only be mm. one of y'all. Dude, it can only be one of y'all every one, three to five only, years. This is the only industry for the longest time. I, I'll say hip hop as a culture uh, merging into the music industry created a dynamic where white people have finally found something they could they weren't really necessarily welcome in. 
up until like the last 15 years. Yep, it's our house and y'all are only guessing it. And, and even with Lord Jamar, like raising that case and like making that those statements, as true as those statements were, the reason why they fell on deaf ears is because it came off as hate. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't supposed yeah. to be hate. It was supposed to be trying to tell motherfuckers what this is. Y'all took, yeah. took R&B from us. Mm-hmm. Y'all took rock and roll from us. So this is our baby. And for as long as we can, we're going to hold on to it. Even though y'all been trying to ruin it for us. Even with Rakim saying that Eminem was the greatest of all time. Y'all went quiet on me. So even with that happening, <laughs> motherfuckers hey, I mean, still- I, I, I have my point of view on it, though. I have a different point. I have a, I have a specific point of view on it, though, bro. I view it from like- uh, I mean, we know that we, we know what that was about, but all I'm saying is that even with all that happening, we still pushed that shit back and was like, no, nah, we not we not doing that. We know who rock him. We know that's the guy. And, and that's the whole thing. It's all subjective. But you said also when you think about it, like from like athletes, the way athletes view their peers, like like this, the generation of the last twenty years hold Kobe Bryant as the greatest of all time. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Generation from thirty years. Hold Jordan as the greatest of all time. You see what I'm saying? So it's yeah. just one of those things where it's, a, it's, it's those uh, points of views that come from from a bubble. Kooji Rap say the same thing about Eminem. You know what I'm saying? I think so niggas like, was looking for a deal. That's what I think. But oh, uh, because Rakim was there before Fifty, and that that deal Rakim had with with Dre at the time didn't go through. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Was just, um, they was trying to make yeah. him do stuff that wasn't in his character, which why would you even I mean, do that's, that? That's, 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 some that's the industry. That's the industry, though. That's the industry. Like, Rock he went, he went, over, he went over to one of the biggest powerhouse labels uh, that's Interscope. Merz, you know what I'm saying, did a, did a deal with Dre, who delivers mostly all the hip-hop hits for that label. And you want him to just say, well, we was going to go ahead, do do you, as opposed to give us a hit first. You know what I'm saying? Uh, industry, and that's where the thing comes in, because Rakim probably was giving his best effort to give him a hit, but it just wasn't landing right. It wasn't well, going land like right. The, I feel like the industry compared to now and then is so different because now people just kind of get out of artists way a little bit and let them do stuff. Whereas back then it was, I feel like a lot more meddling, like you're saying, cause imagine if Dre had to just swallow his little dumb ego and been like, all right, do I'm you? working with one of the dopest MCs ever. I'm gonna let him do what he do. I'm gonna do what I do. And we just gonna put this shit together. Cause that's what hit boy and Nas is doing. Dude, that's the same thing yeah. he did with Joel Ortiz though. Dre did the yeah. same thing with Joel. It's, it's just one like of they're not like, gangsters. Like, just give them random. beats. Like, something you gotta do. Yeah, I don't think that has something to do with the times and the changing of everything because they don't have these big budgets and they ain't well, got to try to make this know, money back yeah. no more. If you want to get deeper into it, like, uh, I'm pretty sure we all heard the, the 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 conspiracy theories of, like, oh, the prison industry and all these different industries got their hand in music and all of that and hip-hop specifically (laughs) and then you look at you know i hate to say it but dr drake about one of the richest people in this whole entire thing so you think he ain't take no money from those situations and then trying to make people who aren't even that do that type of stuff that almost stinks of that he's a part of that bro unfortunately it's the truth I'm gonna tell you this: that who 
name an artist that, that you can think of at this very moment in time in this who's actually participating in this industry isn't participating and don't have their hands dirty in, in some of it in some way or, or fashion there's not one you can't think of one even if they have even if they come off as being like this this uh i'll say yasin bay mm-hmm. who's to say his hands ain't dirty in some form of fashion who's to say Kwali's name uh name and reputation is it dirty in some form of fashion or the roots you do know what I'm saying? There's, it's, well, every, the everybody funny, is connected to something. The funny thing is, everybody you name, even though it, the, on the surface, a person be like, no, they're blah, blah, blah. They all have some stuff. They right. really do. And it's like, the only more, way to make it in this guys, world is to have some type of dirt on your name. Right. Well, about all, that, uh, their stuff is more connected to the Me Too stuff, though. <clears throat> Those right, the people right, right. he just named, all yeah. of them, actually. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we, we, that. But I bet you, I bet you, it's some other shit too. But and we ain't gonna. Oh yeah, for sure. Into, yeah. We ain't gonna get off into right. that. But right, right. It's just it's about the um, it's about it's about the perception because it's all smoke and mirrors with this shit anyway. And hip hop being the most ageist, most sexist part of the entire fucking music industry, the, the genre in itself. Like women, think about it like this: the only way women are really truly able to participate and be successful is to be ratchet. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like to, oh, to yeah. subject themselves to become yeah. objects, to become yeah. objects of, like of the only way you gotta be a sex, yeah, you gotta be a sex object. You know what I'm saying? Because like, the ones that's actually dope and can rap and rap about stuff women will actually care about, like a rhapsody, you don't even yeah. hear about her like you should. And, 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 keep in mind, and keep in mind, women drive most of the trends, right? So if women but drive see, most of the trends, if women are the ones driving the trends and the and the biggest female acts that they tend to be quote unquote supporting are the most, you do know what I'm saying? They yeah, could, that's they a could, big part easily, of the problem. They could easily make a star to Tierra Wack. They could easily yeah. blow Rhapsody up more. You know what I'm saying? They, yeah. they control the trends, but what it is is they're not necessarily controlling the trends. The trends are just being marketed to them according to what they feel like these women are gonna be more susceptible of actually purchasing and buying into. You know what I'm saying? They're, being, yeah. they, they're, the, easily, they're the easily most manipulated market, bro. Women are the easy because women are fickle. Mm. Women like if, if you really think about it, but you know what? The only okay. reason why they identify with Cardi B and Meg the Stallion is because they come from these quote unquote humble backgrounds versus somebody who actually put in some work and, and, and side by side work with men. You know what I'm saying? They represent something different. I got a point within that too, because like as as much as you want to like because I feel like I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get in trouble for this, but I'm gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like women as a group they do not like taking responsibility for the goofy stuff that they do. Versus men, we kind of have to take stuff on the chin a lot more. They kind of can shirk some type of responsibilities in a social sense, like. Even, and I'm going to just briefly cover this, but go back to the main point. Like, think about if a woman is is um, dabbling with, messing with girls for a second and then go back to guys. They just be, oh, okay, whatever. A dude do that? We can't even do that. We can't. Ain't no coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, what it is, is women to... You can look, you can search all the way back as far as you want in history, and you'll find that what I'm saying is absolutely true especially since we've been running this system the way we've been running it. It's the lack of accountability for women because women, no matter how much they try to fight for equality, they're still being treated with kids' gloves, bro. 
Bang, bang. Well, not only mm. that, but it's just it's because they it's like they want equality, but they don't want equality. That's oh. the problem. It's like it they it's depends, like they yeah. want their cake and they eat want it too. But I don't want to go down this men. rabbit hole right, yeah. too far. I want to go right, back right. to the original point. I'm but, the last episode. <laughs> they want they want <laughs> like they want what we the they want what men are capable of achieving. They want the they want the privilege of a woman. And they want to be left alone like children. They want the success of, of men. Without the punishment. And the privilege of women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. be left alone like children. Yeah. That, that's that's about accurate. We don't, yeah. we don't, we don't get don't none of that. Wanna, we don't get that. Because men, men will browbeat the a man will browbeat the next man for wearing a different type of pants. Bitch ass yeah. nigga. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, bitch like, ass it's nigga. Like, it's like it's it's what it is is no matter how far advanced we think we are, there's nothing we can do that's going to change our course of evolution. We've always going we're going to maintain this hierarchy. Okay. The maintenance you, of hierarchy. Well, to get back to the uh, original point with the music, <laughs> I don't want to go too far. <laughs> right, down right, right. It's like a slippery slope. But right. like so, uh, just for example, with the music, like um, I have a whole bunch of homegirls who uh, listen to Larry June and listen to Currency, right? Mm-hmm. And the majority of the women, they don't like Currency. They like Larry June. While they literally use all the same producers and sound very similar, the only difference is, and you know where I'm going with this, Currency yes. can wrap his ass off and Larry June is super simple. I like June when I'm in the mood for some too short, simple, mm-hmm. cool, laid back shit. Some fly shit. I'm not dissing them. I love right. them. But if we're going back to lyrics and, and how you really judge MCs, Currency is the better MC. Women choose him hands down. They choose Larry June every time. I, I, I only know two or three women think- who listen to Currency over June. And this isn't this isn't even like a, a real question, but do you think that Drake would be Drake without women? Oh, not at all. Uh, not at all. Not. That's exactly not at all. that's what that is. That's what that's, that that's what I heard about. Because that, that, that's what it, that's what the core point of this is. Like, Y'all they drive the industry, but they pick superficial things, even though it's women who are dope and right. got lyrics and bars. They're going for the superficial chick. They're not going for the chick with bars. Uh, That's like high school. Who was the popular girls? A6, Asia uh, Smith. I could put out a bunch of songs about women right now, couldn't I? Oh, yeah. <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the next few minutes. In the next few minutes, I could drop some <laughs> yeah. shit, Carl. You will be yeah. like, nigga, you All really day. saying that? And that shit would probably hit. I did. A but song. that's not what I do. I did a song years ago called What a Lady. And I just like mm-hmm. sprinkled it around and all the women ate that song up. <laughs> they love that fucking ratchet ass song, dude. And the whole song was just really just bad talking like thoughts before yeah. it was a thing. All that song was about was just that bad talking thoughts. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then, ah, this is my shit. Hey, turn that up. I'm like, whoa, whoa, really? <laughs> Diarrhea oh, Lust for me was the start of that. Yeah. And then it went to Christina and a bunch of other songs that I just kept on going and all this other different ratchet shit that I had done. Now, I, um, I, I could go in there and, and put all that type of stuff out, but that's what they like. They drive now, now, here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. 
you don't hear no motherfuckers in the club playing no fucking rhapsody, bro. They play ratchet shit. Oh, you that's not what that's for, you know what I'm saying? Well, that, that's true too. I'm and, and then at the same time, like just, and unfortunately gonna sound like a hypocrite if I'm going to a club, which is rare, but when I do go, I want it to be like hype. And she don't make no hype shit. If she did play her, but she don't. So I do want to hear the different shit that's Absolutely. a little bit more in the vein of that. And so Move. do the chicks. Uh-huh. And so do the chicks. And I fuck with I fuck with Larry Jones. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, I like his I mean I like his music because it reminds me of doing fly shit and, mm-hmm. and being outside on the block. You know what I mean? Like exactly. it reminds me of that. So you always and it's like an ego boost, uh, a ego boost for me. So motherfuckers mm-hmm. is gonna fuck with that. But of course, currency is a is a is a more well-rounded MC and he does does different shit. But Larry June, the shit that he be saying. I fuck with it because I understand what the fuck it is. I have friends. I have friends that was uh, that was pimps. You know what I mean? Rest in peace, mm-hmm. Tony. Too much. Rest in peace, Tony. Too much. Uh, Reggie, Don P. I-, I know motherfuckers that was doing that shit, so I understand it. But that shit is very simple, and and they like it because they like it. But the fact that they don't want the responsibility of that shit is another thing. Uh, aren't dudes about the same though? How many dudes really like lyricists? Dudes like lyricists, but when you're uh, going very out, few though, at least in my travels, I will put people up on lyric stuff. They're like, oh, that's cool. But the longer the more dumbed down it got. Play that nigga shit. Yeah. Okay. Now, like, I'll say people this, are more inclined for, to be attracted to a melodic in general. Yeah. Well, I'll say this for us to be the minority of the genders is way more men that want to hear something with some lyrical substance versus women who are the majority over us. And that is kind of sad because if if you put it for the numbers, they should be wanting to hear more substance to their music versus us because it's more of them. And that's not the case. I think I think it's a combination of things, bro. I think like there's. You can give them the same type of energy and switch the subject matter up, but most people won't do it. Meaning like, um, cause women like something they can dance to. They like something that's gonna, that they can, cause they, they move in their feelings. So if you don't, uh, if you don't adapt the music to their feelings, then you're, true, not, true. you're not gonna get the type of reaction that you want. That's why Drake is so popular. Like dude, mm-hmm. dude probably the, he's probably hands down the most misogynistic rapper out right now. <laughs> Indeed. Yes. And yes. And they yes. love him. <laughs> Because yep. he, he he's giving them he's packaging it in a, in a particular way. You don't get too many lyrical rappers that package their music in a in a appealing way when it comes to that to that mainstream of, uh, effect. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Especially like if you want to be in these spaces like clubs or or any type of party venue where the DJ gets to spin you, dude. You gonna you gonna play some fucking Travis Scott and then drop some. I don't know. Shit, I can't even think about it. Uh, my only cannabis says, man or something. Right, you dropped a new cannabis single. <laughs> right, my no, only you know says, shine a light on the world. They'd be like, "What the hell?" Yeah, you want to clear the dance no. floor? And like, and then you, if you do, if they do have like a little throwback set, and they put on some some uh, most deaf or some quality, then that's when all the chicks with fucking seashells and they dress come out to the fucking floor, and they smell. They, they smell <laughs> throwing like, throwing sage around and shit. You know what I'm saying burning sage and, and got black soap in their pocket and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Don't know you think too though. Don't don't sleep on them. Don't sleep on them. Yeah, no, no, no. no, I'm what I'm pointing out is like it's a demographic thing, bro. Oh, it's for like, sure. Like the niggas, yeah. ain't up, niggas ain't pushing up on no chick like that. They pushing up because they don't. For one, it's the perception. It's like the ones who they could easily push up on ain't the ones that look like that. Well, exactly. it, well, it just goes back to an old common line: real hair, real eyes get real guys. Like you gonna attract a certain demographic with what you're doing, because like I'm not gonna gravitate towards a girl with all of the fake stuff versus a guy who does, and that's mm-hmm. probably who listening to uh. Money bag, right. yo, and little oh. yachty, and all of these people that I can't mess with, you know. Mind so, James. and them the dudes yeah. who live and die by that whole it ain't tricking unless you got it, <laughs> right? And that's fine, go be together, yeah, go ahead, have, yeah. you know, dysfunctional children together, <laughs> yep. have fun with that, bro. enjoy eating lead paint. <laughs> future, uh, I'm good, love, enjoy, do your thing. <laughs> interesting it's a very strange situation word big bird i just wanted to put that conversation out there took it a whole different turn into something else uh <laughs> hey you know i i that's my bad <laughs> of course of course <laughs> i don't mind it though you know it's all good conversation and i was only bringing up that because someone said that uh i was asked i think i asked 12 people about like the Eminem question, like, do you ride around listening to Eminem? And it's no, it's not, it's not the shit on Eminem because I don't want him to ever feel like that's that's what this is. But in a realm of reality, in in the conversations or in the places where I come from, no one is riding around going, "Yo, put that new Eminem," or let or turn on some old Eminem. Like no one, no one is saying that shit. Even in the the height of his career, it was I'm only not- maybe a couple songs that people wanted to hear. I'm not really buying into that trope. I would just say that I personally don't nobody don't know. Yeah, I personally, that. but um, actually, I take that back. I do there know. A of, there are a bunch of dudes. I know. I know people who who actively support and love some Eminem. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's that different black. from what I heard. And that are black. So no, I only ask black people. I only ask black people. And the and the idea that nobody's riding around requesting. Most people don't request somebody to turn on some music in their own car. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah, but Ryan with me ain't telling me to change the music to shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm in this motherfucker lifting in the death grips. That's what the fuck we listening to. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, I mean, anybody know that that actively does do that is white. Yeah. Nobody black that I personally know. Right. It's like, yo, give me that new M. Like, man, what's up with that Slim Shady? You're like, no. Put that Marshall Mathers LP on. Right. Sometimes people request you to listen to some shit that's like underground and not even heard of before. Most people ain't requesting for re- requesting nostalgia. Like, hey man, put on that uh fourteen. What's that? That Forest Hill Drive shit from uh J Cole. J Cole. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what? <laughs> you right now. I've had people were still requesting to hear KLD out. You know, like, I mean? and that came out in 2018. Like, about the vibe. It's the vibe. It's a better album, you know, and I, I like Forest Hills. I feel like that was the first album I felt like J. Cole was turning a corner where I'm like, okay, maybe you should be talked about with these top artists. Because before I was always kind of like, 
you cool. I always used to call him the San Antonio Spurs of rappers. Like he was good <laughs> and and he was serviceable, definitely. And he might win a chip on your ass, but I don't want to watch him really for real. That's a good analogy. It is. <laughs> but, it is. Uh, he he left that with KOD. I was like giving him a chance because you know you watch the Spurs every once in a while because they're a good team. But I was surprised. I was like, you're not the Spurs anymore. You're more exciting. So I got he and his last album was actually really excellent. So he's on a nice little run. So I give him his props. He's getting better, which is kind of interesting. A lot of guys don't get better post thirty five like this. So I um, give get, them props. Get complacent. They just mm-hmm. do the same stuff. Yeah, I think also like because that, like I said, that was an excellent analogy. The thing is, is like I feel like for for him and his generation of rappers, it's like a different type of uh. They had they had to they had to choose a path, had to choose a lane because they their entire generation had overlap and intrusion from like Wayne and Kanye and and because mm. Drake. Drake was like Drake was right before them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's why you have like a lot of mediocre rappers who actually like hit their stride on the back end of their career because mm-hmm. not, not so crowded. You know what I'm saying? It's not as crowded and shit. Like you don't have Wale out there fucking elbowing niggas in the chest with his single. You know what? It the 2000s, the mid 2000s to the 10s was interesting because you had the the lyrical giants of the 90s still actually producing at a high level. You had guys who had just came out five or six years ago starting to hit it. Then you had people just coming out at that time that was trying to jockey. It was kind of crazy. You're right. It was crowded. Now a lot of the Legends finally hung it up, hung it up, and but besides Wu Tang, they crazy. Um, and then also like the the not to cut you off, but mm-hmm. it kind of popped up in my head when you said that. I think what happened is is the, the paths kind of diverged for uh, the lanes diverged. So you mm-hmm. have now they have their own pocket to actually work and rest in. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the OGs and what kind of mm-hmm. kind of ushered in that lane now for the OGs. I got to get all the credit to Griselda, bro. I was just gonna bring them up, like to be thirty plus and to really just start coming out and have huge success is like inspiring. <laughs> I was like, wow, man, hip hop yeah. that's unheard of. Because even though there was a lot of artists in that and they in their pocket of work actually doing the same thing. They just never struck gold the way these guys did. You know what I'm saying? Like shit, uh, Ransom been doing it. You know what I'm saying? He been out yeah, there for a long time. RJ Payne. You know what I'm saying? It's just one of those things where these guys actually like hit it right on the head. You know yeah, and it's sometimes putting the right ingredients together too, because they all have different attributes. Like Benny's super lyrical, but he give you kind of like this. Jay-Z alpha swagger, but then you got West Side Gun who just pure entertainment. I was listening to this song with the recent one with him and Russ and uh, I think it's uh, uh, Styles P, a Knife Wonder track too. It was super crazy, but mm-hmm. West Side stole the song not even from a lyrical ability, but just from like the flashiest punchlines in his delivery. Like, he just got that. And I don't even like him the most as far as, like, lyrically, but all them together, ingredients, they had every personality type that you needed and skill level. So, 
they you they had the recipe and they you know they didn't give up and that's the main thing too to not giving up with them them pairing up with like underground producers and shit like that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. really just and it, it and it was like the smart move to make man because like everywhere else was crowded that lane was damn near empty mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so they had the opportunity to actually just uh to, to actually to bombard everybody that's why it was they did the whole no limit push with all of their projects you know what i'm saying yep. stop fucking drops mm-hmm. i want to see what their next operational move is going to be like because it seems like they aren't they off of shady now or they yeah, got one they, had, uh, they only had one project yeah it was only one project yeah yeah so i, I definitely want to see what that's going to be like for them will they break up and do their own separate things or any on death jam now yeah no yeah. word oh nice yeah so that's <laughs> should be interesting yeah, it should be, you know, you don't, we don't know what type of situation they're going to put themselves in, but it should definitely be something dope to see from them. I, I like them. Uh, I just don't want it to be, continue to be redundant. I just, I would like to see some growth from them. And it's not to say anything bad, but, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially being older, like, you got to have some type of, like, wisdom sprinkled in and into what you're doing because then you just kind of look stupid because you too old i mean and i i will say this like benny especially on his solo stuff um definitely has a remorse in the stuff that he did in the past the way he talks about certain stuff and it kind of at least gives it that like gravity of not just being like total glorification. So I give him that. Yeah, Conway's similar too. Conway yeah. doesn't really have the Yeah, that's true. Benny, Benny is like wordplay heavy in terms of like the vivid pictures he painted. Conway is mm-hmm. more punchline heavy. Mm-hmm. So, so their their entertainment value is like super high. Turn your mic up, six. Just a little bit. All right, I pushed the mic away. All right, all right. My next question that I have for you guys. Do you think the Bible was one of the first types of technology that we were given from from somebody else? And we just didn't understand it, so now technology is the next wave for us? Hmm. Interesting question. Uh, I always felt like the Bible was just us trying to um, interpret things that we, A, obviously some history there, but a lot of the stuff that's all fantastical in it is probably because the Bible was written down after it had orally been passed so many times. So who knows how much those stories changed before they were committed to paper. Just saying. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that with technology. I don't know. It's kind of, I guess it's different because we grew up with it and we see where it started and where it come from, where at the Bible it's like, <laughs> you know, like, you know, it's like well, I, you know, I can't go back and look back in the day like, oh, that's what really happened. So that's what makes that a little difficult. I only say that because I was thinking couple of days ago like what if we just didn't understand what they were trying to present maybe the creators or engineers or guys were trying to give it to us in a biblical form or a story mm-hmm. form and we just didn't catch on to it 
And maybe they made a turn on the course and said, all right, get these niggas technology and maybe they'll catch up and they'll right the ship. I believe this is my take on it. And I'm not even going to, I ain't going to hold y'all. No, come on, come on with it. I believe that we try to interpret all of this ancient shit with through modern eyes and we don't have, we don't know what the fuck we talking about. I think, I think like for the most part, like we view things and and we, cause we still view things like fucking children. And you Mm -hmm. think about like, you think about it from the angle of how early you were even introduced to this, this, this text. You know what I'm saying? You were a fucking child when it was when it was presented to you, and it was presented to you in a way where it was a, it was layers of fucking of uh, of coercion. We're talking uh, the fear of burning in hell after you die and all this old shit for mm-hmm. not following these rules and all this old stuff. And then on top of that, you take all the different uh, elements of fan- fantasy that's fed to you as a child. So now you can't really discern what what's true and what isn't. Hell, for the longest time in the child's life, for the earliest part of a child's life, they believe in fucking Santa Claus and Easter bunnies. It's like you can't you can't convince a child otherwise until you can prove it. So, I think like the way I think the way that the the Bible is presented and its interpretations is is purely based on us trying to, uh, I guess, make it make sense through our own modern uh, purview. I hear mm-hmm. you. I hear you. And, and I don't, it was just one of the reasons why I brought that up. Um, and I was also trying to, I was t- having a conversation with somebody and I was like, that is someone else's interpretation of what those people did in the past. We don't necessarily mm-hmm. know what was actually going on. We weren't there. And then these so-called Egyptologists and arche- uh, archaeologists and everything else, they got a hold of something that they don't understand. So they can't really tell me what that shit really means. They just guessing, hoping. I mean, they lucky they found the Rosetta Stone so they could kind of translate some of that stuff, but they still don't fully understand it because it ain't even meant for most of the people who looking at it. Nope. No, everybody got an agenda. You can't get the straight story because everybody try to bend and twist things for them for their own benefit. So it's kind of like, um, you know, then you got to figure like a lot of those stories. It's not like it's told in a really biographical way. It's kind of like somebody, each one is a different perspective. So somebody might do it in prose and, you know, it's a giant, but dude's like maybe seven feet tall. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, back then, way, yeah, he would be a giant, you know, mm-hmm. birth defect. And then you take on you tack that on to like the basic idea of how we tell stories anyway, man. It's like newspapers still use fucking hyperbole, you know what I'm saying? And percent mm-hmm. all these different forms of figurative language to kind of like illustrate something. And I I, I I think yeah, we probably got better at using it, but back then it was, you know what I'm saying? You gotta take into account like which what version of the Bible you're talking about. Who who's uh you know what I'm saying? It's like all yeah. of these different things kind of factor into it. So it's like once you start stripping away all the elements of figurative language and you just get down to the crux of what the message is, what the, what the underlying message is, then you kind of start you start having you start having more important questions to ask about what you're reading. You know what I'm saying? Well, to to say like you know, ever since the world was like more recordable with photographs and then radio and then video right all these different advances notice how anything that was from the past that ever sounded fantastical ain't never happened again so obviously 
from that standpoint, it's us embellishing shit any damn way. So that's obvious. So the only way to truly know what happened is to go back in time and see it. Because other than that, you never gonna know. Like sometimes I think about even Jesus, which his story is on hieroglyphics thousands of years before he even existed. But that's a whole nother thing. But let's say that that did happen the way they tried to say it did with the way we embellish everything. He probably was just some dude that did some things that were unexplainable because he didn't do it in front of people or something. It was coincidental things like the guy that came back from the dead. He probably wasn't really dead. You know, like just so many things, you know, it's just he could have gave a nigga CPR late. Basically, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I like, it's hey, messed I'm... up to say it, but you right, know, I mean, you think yeah. about it, it's like, how are you telling me all these centuries, magic, and all these things existed on earth, and then as soon as you could take a picture, some shit like, oh, they can tell now, oh, we can't do it no more. Like, yeah, but even I then, you wouldn't believe it now. If somebody really could do magic right now, like, real, you know. You like, would bro, you if photoshop. somebody caught somebody on video doing the shit, like on the live six o'clock news. It can't be some shit that ain't live, though. Because if <laughs> it ain't live, nobody gonna believe it. Right? I don't even think that. <laughs> I like think this. so. I feel he like wrote, caught he it wrote, on live TV then. Yeah, like, oh, this guy came it. out of nowhere. He just rolled 65,000 blunts from a 3.5. <laughs> Everybody's getting high. <laughs> <laughs> It must be the the second coming of Jesus. He <laughs> rolled sixty five blows from a three point five. <laughs> Nigga, he gave everybody a, a speck. <laughs> We're all high as shit. Right, right. You know, man, keeps coming back. Yeah, me. I don't know, man. It's, you can't trust nothing nowadays. I don't care right, what happens. I think it's like also it's like uh, because we kind of like. Because this is this video I was watching of this family that's inbred, and it's uh they're in West Virginia. It's they're like nine generations deep. Shout out to Allegheny, West Virginia. I saw so that a scheme. We're talking about. like uh, if we talk nine generations of inbreeding, and that's just as far back as they know. I mean, it's it's no different, bro. It's like one of them things where it's like the same shit just constantly just churned out, constantly churned out and consumed, churned out and consumed, churned out and consumed. Nobody, nobody stops and say, hey, whoa, 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 this ain't adding up. You know what I'm saying? And those who do say this ain't adding up, they don't outnumber the people that have been churning it out and consuming it. We already, if we, if you really want to do the math, we not that far, we not that far removed from incest any fucking way. You know what I'm saying? But for families to still be actively inbreeding in that way, is just, and because of what they consider to be religious reasons show that we're not that far removed from how fucking archaic we really are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We're not that we're not as civilized as we think we are, dude. We just literally Never. just you know what? Hey, maybe women should join the workforce. Or <laughs> <laughs> we're not right. that far removed from kids smoking cigarettes and shit. Or hey, messing messing with 13-year-olds is, is wrong. Yeah, that type of shit. We not that yeah. we're not we not as fucking advanced as we think we are. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? A hundred years uh-huh. ago, they were making 13-year-old girls queens. Shit. A hundred years ago. Kids was working in fucking coal mines. Yeah, before child labor laws were introduced. Yeah. yeah. Real shit. You can hold the shovel. Go on down there, John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 don't you get old enough to start asking questions. You got to go to get a job. Yep. 
Ain't that crazy yeah. how that shit works? 18 what? years old, you can go join a war, but you can't you can't have cigarettes or drink. Right. But also consider this though, like because all of this shit is just based on like our uh, community construct. Uh but, like a lot of the laws and shit that we observe as being uh I guess the foundation for our civility for whatever reason really don't serve that that distinct purpose. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing with like when people uh when they try to invoke their religious uh point of view on you, you know what I'm saying? They try to like pour how they feel based on what they read in the Bible. As soon as you start asking real key questions like the shit we're talking about now, that can pretty much just our uh our uh our uh our uh uh you're going to hell immediately boom, you're going to hell. <laughs> you going to hell, you going to hell, you die. Why you and to tell me that I'm going to hell is to condemn me to hell, which means that you have to join me according to the Bible that you read. Oopsies. Hey man, that's, that's a different version, man. <laughs> that's a different version. That's the new King James version. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> new, new. That's that new new. Right. Right. They don't say that in the LeBron James version. <laughs> <laughs> no, it don't do it, homie. That's the king. That's the king. No. Only king we observe. That's the only one. It's uh, James <laughs> LeBron. Yep. The first. That's the only King James I know. Man. So my next question is, do you all think that we're being introduced to technology slowly by some another group of people? Or is it just people that are engineers on this earth? I think that it's uh just that the government have technology before this introduced to the general public probably five to ten years before i think it's on that because everything is the because think about so if we want to not go down the conspiracy theory um rabbit hole and just base it on like okay every year we would probably want i don't know free health care for everybody, but they take all our money and spend it on defense. Uh, I would hope they would be developing shit in that sector that's five or 10 years ahead of everything everybody else is doing if you're taking all of my fucking money anyway. So from that standpoint, they should be doing that. And then, all right, give it to everybody else eventually since you didn't took all my money to make it. Now that's just the practical point of view, but if we down the, the conspiracy theory point of view, um, I, I can't even call it because there's so many different ways to to go down that because is it aliens exist? Is it this? Is it that? You know, so. Mm. Six. Talk to me, Six. My point of view is like this. We, we don't aspire to do something unless we have something that drives that inspiration. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's obvious in my, from my point of view that there is something that drives us to technologically advance where we are because it should, we, we've been on this planet, we don't know how many millennia and we're walking around here with fucking walking GPS trackers in our pockets that allows us to go to Facebook. So I view it from the angle of that, this ain't, the aliens ain't giving us the shit. The aliens crashed here and our, our caveman asses went in there dug up the shit <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> and we've been reverse engineering that shit ever since we've been trying to figure out new ways to reverse engineer it that's the only slowly reason why, that's the only reason why the space race is a, is a thing dude we was like oh shit this obviously ain't us this came from the sky let's mm. figure out what, what else is up there 
Has anybody read? Has anybody listened to the Bob Lazar story? Yeah, I saw a documentary. Mm-hmm. I have. Yeah. Okay, Who so Bob Lazar was a, a, a was a physicist. Am I right? Yeah, he's an engineer. I know that. He's an engineer or a physicist, and he was working at Area Fifty Four, and they had him working on this orb that didn't have any. Area Fifty One. Fifty Four was the club. And- I'm sorry, Area Fifty One. <laughs> Area Fifty One. Apologies. <laughs> Apologies to everybody out there that's listening. My views is down when I said some other shit too. But uh, anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, Area Fifty One. So what he was doing, he was working at Area Fifty One, and they had him working on this orb. The orb uh, creed didn't have any type of radiation, any type of gravitational pull or cores attached to it. When he touched it, it rose up and just started spinning around. Mm. So he was asked to work on this orb. And once he started working on an orb, they introduced him to a ship. He said when he stepped on the ship, the ship was not built for a person his size. It was built for someone smaller. But in the Mm. ship, it was a lot of different things that was going on. If you look up the Bob Lazar story, he talks about it with, uh, what's my man named? Joe Rogan. And I think he also has a documentary that is out. That's why I bought that Mm -hmm. up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Definitely something. I just believe that they're introducing this shit to us in pieces. 10 or 20 years down the line, they're introducing it to us in pieces. I also think, I don't believe because I'm not because I'm not sure. I, I don't know. I also believe that someone is is tapping in and out of this this uh realm and that I walking. Believe that what we I think what we believe to be uh extraterrestrial life is either uh uh parallel dimension us. Crashing with somebody else, like yeah, attached, touching. I think, touching. Got, I think the, we there's like seven hedron colliders in the world, or some shit like that. CERN being the largest, mm-hmm. and I believe because they've already said that they've uh, created dark matter, but it, they lost it in a matter of minutes or some shit like that. I think what it is is the technology that we're trying to uh, use. We found it, and we're just trying to figure out ways to reverse engineer it. I believe, mm. uh, like all these all these UFO sightings that people claim that they see is either us is either the government experimenting or there's like flashes of overlap between interdimensional uh, travel. It's like if if somebody exists on the fourth dimension, there's no way you can actually touch them. You can see them, but you can't touch. Them. You see what I'm saying? Because we, mm. we we can only see in three dimensions. Our senses only allow us that. You know, six. I think me and you had this conversation before. I think they're moving within the fifth and sixth dimension because they know they don't want to. They don't want to deal with us. We're dirty. We're nasty. <laughs> I believe. That. I believe we've been under observation for the whole time. Yeah, we've been under observation, and they've been watching us fucking work. And there's nothing but, you could but sit there and throw rocks at each other and shit and poison the water. Yeah, I, I believe <laughs> that they're looking at us and going, "Those are filthy, dirty, rotten." beans like don't let them get that close to you like just leave it whatever it is just leave it there until you can get it back i don't have i don't have, I don't have any real deep hot takes for it or anything no i don't have no hot takes. i just it was right. one of those thoughts that i had man because i you, you you notice that the technology that we have just keeps getting better and of course you can always improve on things when you know scientifically and everything like that uh, the way science is supposed to always improve and supposed to get better, you know, it shouldn't stay the same, you know, but um, it's just certain things. I, I just think about stuff like that on a different level. Like, how does it keep happening like that? Somebody smack Creed and keep them up, keep them away. <laughs> uh, and 
how does how do things keep happening like that? And did we ever actually travel through a different dimension to a different dimension, or did someone else come through one because we were messing around with the God particle, dark energy, and things like that? And for them, like the quirks and everything like that, for them to say that they they were able to see the God particle, or whatever, but they can't touch it, you know, just things like that. Just I don't know. I just think about stuff like that, and and I'd be wanting to share it with people I know that I can kind of have a conversation with. I believe that all of this has a big, it plays a big part into why NASA got all of those theologians together to kind of discuss how human beings would react if we were introduced to extraterrestrial life. If you, uh, if, if there wasn't, if it, there was nothing sitting in front of you to make you question it, you wouldn't even have this type of concern. You know uh-huh. Because you have to, you have to think of it. It has to be something that you can, you can, uh, I guess, interact with on a sense, on a sense level. For you to even have that type of concern, it's like radiation and shit, dude. Like mm-hmm. nobody even fucking believed radiation was a thing. Man, they used to make drinks using fucking radioactive waste <laughs> before they realized, oh shit, people some teeth falling out. Yeah, you know, like so, it's. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I was just saying, like it's it's one of those things. It's all about perception, man. It's like what we understand is really just indicative of where we are intellectually. You know how crazy it would be if they finally did just like without a shadow of a doubt be like, yes, it's extraterrestrial life. This is proof having a person like that old Dave Chappelle sketch yeah, where yeah. he came on the stage, all that do the whole spiel. Like, you know how many conflicts on earth that have to do with religion and stuff? Like, all that stuff out the window now, in a way. Ooh. In a, in a but I think that's what it will come down to. Like that stuff has is. to stop. But guess what? Like the stuff happens. No, not really. We would go to straight chaos. It would go into it would. Chaos. It would. It would. Because then imagine the the conflict in the Middle East, which the only half-ass leg Israel had to stand on is this biblical crap. What if that just is totally like, nope, that's gone. That wasn't even, they literally got a recording of what was going on on Earth at the time. They've been looking at Earth. This is what has happened. Oh, 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 oh. What are you going to do? Nothing. I mean, they then, like, what? Then what? Like, it's. There's still something there that'll actually feed their confirmation bias. So it's like, like, they'll still find some way religiously to find oh they would try to but all that stuff is out the window if you say say that it was interpreted wrong yeah unless they can pull up recordings like you said Mm -hmm. then no they're just like okay it's aliens cool but you know muhammad or whatever is still you know that's still yeah that's still you that's still happening right but I mean, a lot of people be probably be a lot of suicides and people be scared. <laughs> they said it'd be yeah, a lot of suicides. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you think about if there's be so a lot of deletions. Right. There's alien that crash landed here. I mean, it, it, it was in a ship that made it here mm-hmm. from where wherever. We can barely get out of, you know, the stratosphere. Mm-hmm let alone survive how long it would take to get from here to whatever other planet Dude, we can't back and travel, forth. We can't travel in a car from fucking New Jersey to Nebraska <laughs> without fear of death. You right. <laughs> so it's like, man, if something like that exists, they are so far ahead of what we can even fathom to do. Yeah, that would scare the shit out of anybody. <laughs> yeah. that, would, that would literally like turn your life upside down. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, like, man, I'm real insignificant. Why am I even here? I posted on Facebook 
I posted on Facebook early part of last month. Uh, I posted on Facebook uh, the early part of last month where these people were standing in a hotel looking out their window and there was an explosion like a few blocks away or whatever. It looked like a gas station or some shit like that blew up. I had to do some research to find out it was like an oil refinery. But the size of the explosions just kept like growing. Just, just kept growing. It's still on my Facebook page. This shit is huge, dude. And I was like thinking about like, just imagine like seeing something of that magnitude from your fucking window. And like, it started out small. It'll probably like startle you a little bit, but you'll be so hooked. You'll be like, oh shit, what the fuck is going on over there? And then you can't do nothing about it. And the blast is getting bigger and bigger. And then you know, you can feel that heat. Mm-hmm. And then like the chick was in the room behind the guy holding the camera and she was like, are we in danger? And he's like, I don't know yet. This shit just got crazy. It got so, it got so bright that the fucking, uh, the aperture on the camera couldn't even absorb that light to actually make it, you know what I'm saying? To, 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 to make the colors make sense. You know what I'm saying? So that being said, something something so terrestrial as an explosion will fuck your life. It'll, it'll change your, your worldview. Imagine a fucking alien <laughs> spacecraft. Right. <laughs> it didn't even, this motherfucker just land safely. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like we, if we, we can, we can go to, uh, let's say we go to Fiji. Fiji has a completely different ecosystem than the United States. So that means you're most likely going to have allergic reactions to shit out there. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Fiji. Awesome time. Expensive, but. And you go out there, you know what I'm saying? The, the, the pollen might fuck you up real good. You might eat some fish. It tastes good, but now you have an allergic reaction to that. That's only that. We're talking a motherfucking alien spacecraft that comes from another. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing good that can come from that. <laughs> you said there's nothing good that can come from that. <laughs> Back, not, random you know bacteria alone, yeah. Yeah. Especially if they're upset if we took something from them and they didn't get it back. Dude, we even if we did, dude, we ain't nothing but monkeys to them. <laughs> right. <laughs> These motherfuckers travel across galaxies, galaxies to, right. to get here. And we just stand around here with fucking pellet guns and shit. Pew, pew, pew. Pat, pat, pat. That means nothing to them. Like, all right, we got all right. And, and, and so that, okay, that was the other thing. I never understood that. Why Why are we making movies like Independence Day for aliens that came here? They came here from other solar systems and galaxies. Like, you really think you can beat that? No. <laughs> they, they, they came here. And you think you can beat that? Dude, the, the fucking, their fucking pulse weapon, whatever the fuck that was, <laughs> the fucking just decimated entire structures. Right, you know, <laughs> in seconds, yeah. And right. you think you go aboard the but, ship and just blow that? They just needed Will Smith, <laughs> right? <laughs> He's still around, so we safe. Super nigga. Yep. <laughs> Up in the sky. Super nigga. Nah, it don't work that way, man. You really think people come across <laughs> the galaxy just to get hurt? Hey, they, these motherfuckers came for our resources to to drain our core. You gonna you gonna let some little niggas I stop mean, you? <laughs> they, I mean, they were actually you know pretty uh. Pretty polite about it. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean you they just came through blues. I'm like, all right. Right. They 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 <laughs> right. They, a bit. they let their presence be known. They could have yeah. just showed up, stayed close. <laughs> Did they yeah. dirt? They got the fuck out of here. And wipe right. us out. Yeah. <laughs> like why why give anybody a chance? Like Yeah, that's know. what the people I was hey, like. You... Our perception. That's our perception of yeah, like but... all, like if you think about like the last fucking 50 years of, of disaster movies and movies about aliens and shit like that. 
and our idea of how like humans all band together and fight against one common enemy. No. And then, and then COVID hit. And then you see, <laughs> right. You see reality. <laughs> like, okay. and, and our concern is toilet paper. <laughs> toilet paper. My, my G, we were fighting over toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Dude, to this day, all we needed was two weeks to chill. All we needed to do is <laughs> on our two Everybody weeks. just had to chill couldn't out for two it. weeks. Couldn't, we couldn't do it. Couldn't do no, it. We, had, nope. we are two years out. <laughs> <laughs> Freedom, man. Freedom more important. Man, I need to be able to go to Walmart. Right. <laughs> I gotta go get me some chips. <laughs> I gotta go to the club. Yep. I still see people going out to the club and stuff. Yeah. Now yeah. everything is like extra ridiculous, and you still going like I'm in the crib. That's the club. You see, I got the lights. I just said we just right. gonna put the lights in the crib. It's cool. We got Absolutely. it. I'll Absolutely. put the weekend album on. I'm, I'm I'll dance by myself. <laughs> right. I mean, you got you got to be safe though. You, you got to protect yourself. Like that's what I've been doing the entire time. I haven't had COVID this entire time. This whole two years. That's why oh. I posted what I posted about Neo in the Matrix. That's how I look at COVID. Like no. Yeah. yeah same. No. Like get the fuck get <laughs> yeah, the fuck back. Boy, like, boy, Smith, I'm straight. Yeah, you good? Yeah, can't you good. get me. No, man, and, and it's not to say that I don't want to enjoy life. I want to enjoy life, but I don't want to enjoy life at the risk of being being disabled or disabling anybody else that I love. That's it. That's mm-hmm. all. Yeah, you know. Self-preservation. And it's about social responsibility, too, bro. We're a social species, and we got to understand that our desire to, to interact should not supersede our, our instinct to survive. Survival. Mm-hmm. There's no socialization without fucking survival, dude. We got to do this. We got to stick it out. We got to. We got to all have a. We got to have that common. That come to a, to some sort of common consensus. That look, let's just chill. Let's wash our fucking hands. <laughs> Bruh, people still don't do that. The fact that they had to make that a memo to the public and to the world that you need to wash your hands was ridiculous to me. Cover and let me say this though. too, Cover and I'm not going I'm not going to speak oh. on nobody. I'm not going to speak on nobody in particular, but I know people that are uh years ago, this was years ago, I'm not talking about currently, but I know people that were years years ago that were chefs and cooks and they didn't wash their hands when they went to the bathroom. And it's just like, "Yo, you're disgusting, my guy." Hmm? You're disgusting. Oh, I, I've seen that before when I worked in a restaurant. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like there are people who, who really don't respect the fact that I'm touching food and what I'm touching right now, including myself, could bother or hurt somebody else. Like so? Yeah. Baby, like, eh? Yeah. That's what one of them <laughs> told me. He's like, man, I don't give a fuck about that. And he was like, the germs I killed once I throw them food onto the skillet. It's like my nigga, y'all don't touch salads in a bag, right? It's a it's a few things to it though, man. I view it like from a from a practical standpoint and from a public health standpoint. From a practical standpoint, uh, certain germs help build your immune system, right? Very we good. have we have bacteria that exist on us at all times. They serve a, a general purpose. Viral infections and shit like that are not the same thing. People need to have that that complete clear understanding that viruses are are miniature us's. That's all. The flu is a virus. You know, yeah. they're miniature us's. We, if, if you look at us from a macro scale, we're a fucking virus to this planet. We are, man. We're a fucking virus to this planet. There's no fucking vaccine for us. We are mold. 
You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, I, we, we, I, the, the thing is, is wait for us to kill ourselves. Low key, <laughs> low key. If, if again, stepping away from the, some conspiracy theory, this and that, uh, and and saying that we are viruses, shit. The vaccine Earth putting out is COVID, trying to kill us. Shit, get the fuck off of yeah. me. Yeah. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Regulate. Regulate. You know. You know what I'm saying? Well, clear some of y'all off a bit. Yeah, I mean, shoot. Also, you think take it to account. Uh, we talk this global, uh, this global warming shit. We talk about you know what I'm saying the environmental uh, impact of fucking green greenhouse gases and shit like that. We don't know if this virus was trapped beneath the fucking ice in the tundra. Right. And it got, and it got swept away in the wind. <laughs> you know what hey, I'm saying? Yeah, I mean. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? And here we are inhaling this shit. And now we got to cough in each other's fucking face when we hold conversations because we can't hold a conversation unless we're looking at each other dead in the fucking eye in public. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? There's a lot of crazy shit out there, huh? Yep. Oh, let me say this. Oh, the James Webb. Uh, satellite was launched out there. Mm-hmm. Salute to that. Final phase, uh, phase three was actually launched and it was successful. Right. Salute to that. Um, a satellite made out of beryllium and gold plated mirrors and everything like that. Uh, that is scheduled to be, uh, it's on its way to L2, which is approximately 100 miles out, 100, was it 100 million miles outside of? The planet, our planet's atmosphere. So it's going to right. be behind our planet. So it's with the orc cloud or some shit like that. No, I don't. I don't know about the orc cloud. It'd be an L two, whatever they whatever they call that. Um, so it'll be spiraling behind the planet and it'll be facing out into the cosmos, trying to uh, record or take pictures of the universe as we as we know it. Right. That should be pretty dope, man. For them to have an infrared telescope that uh, sees uh, clouds. You know, which is basically the uh, exo exo clouds. This is a, the forming of galaxies. Yeah. I mean, not the forming of galaxies, the forming of planets. I'm sorry, the forming of planets. So gases and yes, sir, yes, yeah. sir. Those thick, dense clouds they can peer into them and see how uh, planets are developed. That should be pretty cool. I wonder what else yeah. they're going to capture while they're out there. All I need them to do is explain to me that why do we always fucking travel across the fucking the fucking uh, solar system horizontally and never go vertically. Or you know what I'm saying? Because space. <laughs> I thought it was because space is flat. You can't go. I had never heard that because <laughs> actually, that's what I was... because actually the direction that our solar system actually travels in, it's not even horizontal. Right. It's it's like tilted this way. Yeah, it's, it's like a yeah, yeah I was told it was flat, sideways. and we're just pushing for like that. That's why you see it only see the horizon of uh, black holes when they start to envelop everything, engulf everything. Yeah, that's because of the uh, where their where their gravitational density collects in the middle. It causes everything else to kind of spiral like fucking bathtub water down a drain. Yeah, but what I'm saying is is if our if we if we're able to fly against that gravitational force, which would be our sun. And go outward. We should be able to go upward. Yeah, because it's the exact same. Because we're talking, we're talking uh, space and time. You know what I'm saying? They all exist on two different. You know what I'm saying? Two different axes on the same plane. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it shouldn't make a difference. <laughs> what the fuck is above us? <laughs> I know. I know what's across from us. <laughs> That's a very good question. What yeah. What is above us? But I I don't know, man. Those are our questions. <laughs> I mean, space, anything is possible. Shoot. Man, I, I don't I know what you're so. Let me text Neil DeGrasse. Right. You there know, you go. Find out. You got it. 
Tell him, I'll tell him I said what's up. Um, Need to holler at him when he do another live with Joe Button. Yeah, Damn. man. Because <laughs> <laughs> Joe just ain't asking the right questions. <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying? He don't say. Like, was yo. he ever really on there, or y'all just shooting the shit? No, nah, he he did a uh, All right, two of them so far. Yeah, really? he did two of them. Yep. Oh wow, he did two <laughs> Facebook. Yeah, he did two Facebook lives or some shit like that. Yep. And yeah, man, he. I had no idea. I was. Um, I thought you guys were being I sarcastic. November, December. <laughs> oh man, it's real. Like, yeah, but salute to them the for right getting that though. going on. Uh, I think they material part of the material that was used to create that or make that was beryllium mm -hmm. one of those correct. elements that could cause cancer so that explains why they were uh in those suits yep lead suits chilling so yeah try not to touch <laughs> right <laughs> you know hoping they're gonna make it another 20 <laughs> right. like damn yikes did i have it zipped up tight Yes, sir. Yeah, and with the gold plated mirror. So the last <laughs> mirror opened up and everything, and it's on its way to the L2 designation 100 million miles behind Earth yeah, in its it's, orbit. It'll, it'll be some interesting images, you know, 30 years when we get them. And um, that's crazy how they was working on that for 20 years. So imagine right. what, what they're working on now. <laughs> yeah. Now that they got that out there. Yeah, they finally got that one wrapped up. There's like what three generations I'm working on it. Ten billion dollars. Yeah. Yep. Ten billion dollars. Ten billion. Billion. Man. And we don't hardly know what's in the ocean. <laughs> yeah, I mean, bro, bro that's I would what I always say it like I feel like I I don't even need to beat that horse no more. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if y'all figure out how to deal with the pressure down there and get some real footage. You they know. keep on talking about how, <laughs> how dangerous the Mariana Trench is, but we'll, we can't really get down there to actually illustrate it. Let's go climb, to Mars, though. Mars, climbing right, Mount, yeah, yeah. Climbing Mars Mount Everest is, is, is dangerous enough. Yeah. See, the thing is, though, is like uh, we talk about like what your central mass is. You know what I'm saying? I, what, what the Earth's gravity is it, you know what I'm saying? The Earth's gravity is at the most dense at the core. So anything that takes you closer to the core of the Earth, of course, is going to have more density, more mass, more, the water is going to be heavier on you, blah, blah, blah. So the, the most danger, you're probably under more danger doing that than you would be traveling to fucking the top of Mount Everest. Only thing that's really going to fuck you up going that way is really just your inability to fucking climb, breathe, and fucking withstand cold air. Cold air. You, ain't worrying, you ain't really worrying about the fucking atmosphere collapsing <laughs> on you. Right, you know what I'm and that's what I think the biggest issue is. Like the vacuum of space is like infinite, whereas the vacuum at the bottom of the ocean is is it it gets worse and worse the closer you get to the core. You can't be crushed, okay. yeah. but I mean, or eaten alive. Right, oh, that, so you, that you got that. You got the mathematics on that. So build something that withstands that and throw it down there. I ain't saying a right. person got to go, but you right. know, like they they <laughs> sent they sent they sent submarines yeah. down there, but you it's know. You're right, you got to go further though. Yeah, you know, some of them go have, so far. Yeah, some of those ships have been folded up into tin cans, and mm -hmm. and some of those missions have been uh, stopped because they had to come back up. But they said they've seen some uh some ridiculous looking squids and, and fish down there along the way. Of course, man. That's you know talking about a real danger zone. You can't see. <laughs> so but that, that's kind of crazy. Time. That's kind of crazy, right? That's only like seven miles up from flat Earth, right? to eight miles down that's it that's as far as we've gone have y'all yep. been watching that um joint with will smith um 
It's like traveling was, around those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of the episodes he did go on a submarine and they went basically as deep as they could go. And there's animals down there that literally like you think it's like total darkness down there and literally they dance like a light show. They light right. up. Animals light up. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Bio yeah. yeah. I was like, what? This is nuts. But again, what you they, think they're gonna do? They, it, that's evolution. Like, what you expect to happen down there? Everybody just running around, bumping each dark. other, just, just <laughs> nibbling not. on each other. Right. <laughs> right. Of course not. Of course. You just know, nibbling course on each other. My nigga says, is that you? Sight. Right. <laughs> you have sight as a sense. They had to create a way to use it, period. Absolutely. But it's interesting that, you know, again, this isn't even common knowledge. I bear, I don't even think they, I learned that in school at all. I, I no, definitely did not. No, you know, and it's like learning that know, is not going to not to say that we shouldn't right. explore space, but we don't know Earth, and that's, that's why we're shit steady is, fucking why it up. That's why I'm cynical about all of this shit. I don't mind having the conversations and talking and being speculative, but all of this shit makes me cynical at the same time because, like, who am I? Who whose word am I really taking on any of this shit? I'm I'm from the block, dude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can't. Not, I can't. Not I can't only are you from the block. Not only are you from the block, but the correct people aren't disseminating the information. That too. It's like, really? I, and then also you gotta look at it like this: like you gotta consider the source. Why should I trust these motherfuckers? You know what I'm saying? Provide me this information if all they ever do on the back end is censor somebody else who's providing counter information. Yeah. Why not tell, let both mm-hmm. just present both sides of the story and let the people decide? You know what I'm saying? Really? The reason why though is because it's dangerous to have people out here freely thinking. You know what I'm saying? It's fucking super dangerous nowadays to have people freely thinking. All the, all the information, they always say, man, just do your Googles, do your Googles. Man, all of this shit is fucking tampered with. Yep. <laughs> Down to that. Down to that. What what Rockefeller said, we need more workers and th- instead of thinkers That's because thinkers, yeah. instead of because thinkers would, would, would cause a, a problem wow. with the current situation. Yeah. And like uh, remember, uh, I feel like it was a book that you may have given me to read, uh, The Rise of the Fourth Reich or something in that vein, but basically like in the early 70s, they tried to figure out why it was so many uprisings to the point where they had to change so many laws in the late 60s, and it was because of the space race because they pumped money into education for the first time and actually was teaching people shit. So they was getting smarter about their situation on top of obviously time and all of the different things that's weighing on these situations being bad. But if you're giving a person knowledge and the means to change it, they gonna try to. Absolutely. Why wouldn't you? It's a, it's a combination right. of things that was happening all out at the same mm-hmm. time, though, man. Because you take like the fifties the and the sixties was like pivotal behind world war two. Something happened during world war two and them actually working with the Germans to kind of like reverse engineer a lot of shit and, and, mm-hmm. and going to the space race that one on the ground level, like just regular people, you know what I'm saying? You're talking post Jim Crow. We're talking, uh, we're talking the civil rights movement. We're talking, uh, the feminist movement, all the hippies fighting, uh, trying, trying to stop Vietnam, all of this stuff that's happening. People were just tired of just being su- subjected to bullshit and they wanted answers. And if you can't give me the answers, we burn this motherfucker down. And what the what the system decided to do was like, you know what, we're going to placate all of you motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Here, get high. We're going to give you some of this dope. Uh, hey, ladies, you want a fucking job? Here, get, get all the jobs you want. Shut the fuck up. 
know what I'm saying? Stay distracted. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Niggas, hey niggas, you want to sit on the front of the bus? Sit your ass on the front of the bus. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Whatever it takes to get everybody to calm the fuck down so they can get back to what they were intending to do in the first place. And that's what's been happening ever since. Everything has been keeping us fucking complacent while they do what they do. Pacified, yep. Yeah. Video games, entertainment. Like, okay, just to make a call back to the last episode, and it's funny how it relates to this in a bad way. How many streaming services is it now? How many, like, it's so many different <laughs> things to keep us distracted from actually looking outside and looking up and seeing and, what's yeah. actually happening to us. It's crazy. Like, most, most people couldn't even tell you. Like, I remember, I think I said something, we had a conversation before, Matt. I was saying how, because uh, here we had a, we had a windstorm, a derecho windstorm. It was like, no, it wasn't last year, it was 2020, uh, August 2020. Uh, <laughs> a windstorm came, it came through like a land hurricane and it was all in like one fell swoop. It wasn't like hours and hours of fucking wind blowing and all this old shit. We had got, uh, it was like super humid and all of a sudden it got cold. And then this big wall of wind just took down trees, dude. It took down trees for miles. And uh, we were out of power for, I think I told you like a week. We had no power for like a week. Like a week, yeah. And Dude, when I tell you I could just look up in the sky and see shooting stars and shit, never in my life have I seen some shit like that before. Mm. I mean, it was like just so many, and it was like, it just so happened to coincide around the time where they was uh, expecting like meteor showers or some, some shit like that, but to actually see so many of them so vividly because there's no background light. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? No street lights and no billboard mm-hmm. lights and all that shit right. kind of like diffusing all the, the light in the sky. You can see like this, when you see in movies where you see clusters of stars and shit like that from the Milky Way, like right. most people was like, I don't ever see that shit every day. I saw yeah. that shit. Yeah. Without all that background, like. When you driving out on the highway, like um, when I went to California, we drove like at night. Oh, you could see them stars good because yeah. it ain't no light. It ain't no light. You know, background you know, light, like said, yeah. background light, and now and then when you in the middle of the country like Utah and all them states where it's not even as bad pollution too, you really seeing everything. I, I, I had to stop the car. I was like, stars. <laughs> it's like on a from a modern perspective, it kind of changes the way I view like uh, the, the 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 modern existence. You know what I'm saying? Like the the trivialities. That's, that's presented to us that we kind of like latch on to. And then you start looking at it, so like, all right, I, I had to go without power for a week. That shit could have turned into a month to a year. Who knew? You know what right. I'm saying? I was at the mercy of motherfuckers who had the skills to get that shit back on. Mm. And that show you how fucking, how naked we are in this, in this system. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Infantismo. Got dark and got dark guys. No, no, I was just saying it's infantismo. I don't think nobody heard me, but in the grand scheme of things, we are very small. We are ants compared to everything else. Mm -hmm. We are not engineers. We don't know how to control all this shit or create Wi-Fi or electricity. And there are probably people that live in cabins that know how to do better than we do if there's anything that ever went wrong to the fact that what me and Six had on one episode of an EMP was detonated and it just shut down everything. And we went back to the caveman era or the steam engine era. Like, those are things that you just can't do anything about. Nope. And most of us don't network with the right people or don't have the resources provided mm-hmm. or, in our, or in our circle to even be able to overcome any of that. Most of us are fucking perished, dude. 
Yeah, it's a wrap. And on top of that, we're talking, we're living in a day and age now where it's like men versus women out here, dude. It's like, what the fuck is happening? Like, who the hell? Who? I don't know. I think a lot of that would go out the window real, real quick. They'd be like, Absolutely. Uh, all right, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, yesterday I, I don't need, I, I need a man yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I know I was just playing on Facebook, right? Like on what? Now it's don't time to no chop more, wood and do all this crazy shit. Oh, you, you can do that too, right? Oh, you can't. For she real. Had to, she had to hate big, big head you in person and shit. <laughs> no, I know. Not gonna <laughs> <laughs> well, seeing you smoke cigarettes. Right on, on, on the bike. Or they, yeah. Or send you jogging. Or send you smoke signals. Yeah. Motherfucking pigeon shows up to your front door with a right. on his ankle. <laughs> squirrels or something. You know, yeah. Like yeah. Carrier squirrels. Thinking like the chipmunks. <laughs> right. You We're know. Sorry. Like, there, there, are, there, are, there are very few people that know how to hunt on their own out there. Right. I mean, a lot yeah. of men are going to be fucked up, too. Like, yeah, nobody yeah, got yeah. tough yeah. shit. Everybody, everybody stripped naked right now, bro. Everybody. I don't give a fuck how good I am at music. This shit don't mean nothing to the society. Right. How this shit go out. Mm-hmm. Right. You I, know what I'm saying? stories about my shit. Like, man. I lived with my dad for two years and learned how to hunt and skin animals and cook them. Well, I guess we all need yeah, to be hanging nowhere to be like, yo, oh. Fucked up, huh? Yep. <laughs> oh, they'll know. start to flicker. I'm calling, oh, like, yo, what we at? <laughs> <laughs> what we like, doing? Hey, I went to the grocery store and I did some looting. I got a can of uh, this and some rolling. <laughs> right. <laughs> Grab some spices and we're going to eat for a week. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to be all Never right. Take. Even if we uh, had to drag a dead body, we're going to eat. Like, consider this like this kind of on the same in the same vein like like the average you go to the grocery store 20, no, 12 months a year you can find apples in the grocery store right but only for only two months apples grow uh-huh. so that means that apples sit up in fucking warehouses for years before they ever get to you <laughs> not just that but they may coat the apples from green to red yeah yeah it is they, they uh wax them they run them in a drum and that wax protects the the color in them that too, but I'm just saying there are people that hand paint the apples red. If y'all don't believe me, just look it up. No, no, I've, I've I'm seen not it. You seen it? No, ain't no reason to yeah, doubt. Yeah, I'm, no. telling, I'm telling you the motherfucking yeah, that's real. Truth, yeah. my <laughs> Right, no, that's a real they deal. They paint yeah. the yeah. apples red. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the thing. That's you the ain't got to listen to me. <laughs> Hey, you ain't gotta listen to me at all. You ain't gotta listen to me about nothing I ever say. But in the end, <laughs> I, motherfucker, you I will watch. bow down. I watched them. I've watched fucking nitrogen being pumped into fucking vats of red meat to keep the meat red. Who you telling? Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna even say what I know on this podcast about that because y'all know what my job entailed a long time ago. Next to be all bloody and shit. They don't even realize the reason why that motherfucker so juicy right now. Right. This shit had a whole nine months to marinate in its own fucking somebody did that to it. Yeah, they, Somebody did that to it after three days. With nitrogen gas. After three days, meat is usually Ooh. no good. Yeah, I'm so glad. That's that's one of the reasons why the the more I cut it out of my diet, the better I feel. I just be like, yeah, I, I'm going to have to leave that alone. Because they, they didn't mess the game up. I yeah. mean, my grandparents was eating steaks and all of that. It was they different, were. though. 
It was they different. They were eating that. You know, now who knows? Unless you're spending so much money. Like, well, that's why when you go to a good steak restaurant and you get a steak and you take, like, it's, it's, it is different. You ain't never really had no damn meat for real. <laughs> it, it, like, it, that's it, the reason. I don't that's know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have traveled overseas, but if you ever go, and you get a chance to go to a farm or go out into farm area and rural area. Just think about the cows that we got over here. And then when you look at the cows over there in England or other places like that, look at their cows. You're going to think their cows are sick. They're just regular size. We got they the pumped right. up start steroids. Yeah. We feed small, our cows. We push it in our cows' booty. diets. They ain't supposed to believe it. <laughs> right. I mean... I don't know because English cows are real lean. They have like fucking musk. They muscular as fuck. They ain't even fat. They like muscular as shit, dude. But what you expect a cow to really look like? Those motherfucking right. cows look like they'll help you change a tire. Yeah, and that's <laughs> so and that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right. They did all the bullshit. Good night, Mike. <laughs> they did all the bullshit to the cows. I'm telling you, if y'all ever get a chance to travel, or we all travel together, y'all see, y'all see, it's gonna be totally different. Totally different. Man, listen, I, I believe. It. And remember, they're over here. They're mixing cows with bisons or something like that, or, or whatever it is. Um, they've already. Well, like, I think so. Out. Just so they weren't extinct too completely, because of, of you know the past fuck ups of this country. They're trying to preserve them and shit. Mm. Well, I'll say this: I had a bison burger, and it was pretty goddamn good. I've yeah, had one yeah. before too. They are excellent, you know. Um, I guess it's the endangered. It tastes so good. It's like, ooh, they don't have as many as this animal. <laughs> this one's so good. This this one number fifteen. Like, mm. oh, he tastes like number thirteen. This only fifteen you know, of these. Shit. He had a good life. <laughs> for real, they doing a lot of damage out there. I won't need any A one for this. Right, you know. I want to taste everything. The Worcestershire sauce. Lord. Yeah, man. <laughs> I had something else I wanted to bring up. I don't forgot, man. Anything else y'all want to talk about real quick? No. Uh, I think I'm good. I feel like we didn't cover a lot in this right. So, like, a lot, a lot. We're in a lot of places. <laughs> I don't know how much else we should say. <laughs> no? Okay. Uh... I'm back in the studio. I'm working. Not, I shouldn't say studio. I'm back writing. Shit is going to go. It's popping. I'm working. Right. Things are going to be good. You know, I got a project with each one of you motherfuckers, man. Yeah. yeah. I was actually just about to say uh, we need to collab as a whole on something soon. Like I want to do uh, an animation nigga. project with some uh, some hip hop. So that's something I've been having in the works for a minute. So Sounds definitely gonna good. need some music, you know. So we need man. to to collab on that for sure. Let's do it. You know where to reach us, man. Just let for me show. know. Yes, indeed. No, no, no issues with that. Word. Let's do it. I'm only a rapper, man. I just need to know the theme. All right, cool. So I'm gonna be hitting y'all up soon. Okay, that's what's up, yeah. Word. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the link up between the brothers who smoke and drink up. <laughs> my guest today is Agent Smith 78. C class, my man's Creed, and my buddy 
606 what's going on my guy we done with this podcast we have uh cheated and chatted and done what we could and as always remember the mission statement when you striving for greatness god never puts you in the driver's seat if it's taken you bitch you (laughs) 